Hello, and welcome to the Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Terlick, leader of the Lead and Inspire community, mum of two beautiful children, a life satisfaction coach, and a passionate teacher. I've created this podcast for you to inspire, uplift, and empower you to be who you want to be and create the life that you want to live. So are you ready? Let's jump on in. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Mums Who Want More podcast. I'm Jessica Terlick, and if you don't know me, I'm the leader of the Lead and Inspire community, a place for you to have time to think about what you truly want and how you want to make it happen. My superpower is providing you with the opportunity to prioritize your self-care through time management, organizational skills, reflection, and most of all, identifying your own superpowers. It may not sound too exciting to you. However, I know that life will be joyful, fun, and truly how you want it to be once you know how to work with your energy cycle, organize the day that you want to have, and to start going for what you truly want. In today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about clearing out the old to welcome in the new. So this episode does link closely to episode two and most recently um, the previous episode, episode seven. So if you want to or you haven't had a chance to listen to those yet, you might want to do that first before we go into this one. So it's all about clearing out the old to welcome in the new. And ladies, we need to make more space for the new for the life that we want and we need to feel like we have it already, right? And what I'm going to touch on is nothing changes if nothing changes. I'm going to talk about how stepping outside your comfort zone makes a huge difference in creating the life that you want to create and welcoming in the new and how clearing out what's no longer serving you actually allows you to have space to invite in the new. So, Let's start off with nothing changes if nothing changes. All right. So if I go back to my beginning of my personal development journey, I became obsessed with wanting more and then externally pushing it out to say to other people, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, blah, 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 right? And I know, and I do still catch myself when I say, you need to do this, you need to do that. But by by all means, I really hope that you see that. It's just because I'm really excited and I really want you to be able to, like, I just want to encourage you to be able to do think, different things and trial different things, right? It's not because I am the uh, um, chalk and talk teacher up the front of the classroom saying you need to do this and you need to do that. It's just purely out of excitement that I really want to share this information with you, right? So when I was back in the, um, like previous to when my self-awareness was at, you know, starting to come forward a little bit more like progressive, I would be like, I really want to have like a business. Like I really want to, I want to be able to reach out to people. I want to run a business. I want to make money. I want to do all these things. I want to create and so on, right? But instead of me saying to Ben, right, I'm going to create a business. I used to say to him or almost pressure him into going, you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to start a business, babe. Come on, you do it. You can do it, babe. Why are you not doing it, babe? Come on. And it took me a while to recognize, like probably going on three years to recognize that the pressure that I was putting on him, which that's probably was the turning point for me to realize that I was putting the pressure on him because he actually said to me, can you stop putting so much pressure on me? See, communication is always beautiful, isn't it? Effective communication is always beautiful. 
So once he uh, acknowledged that I was putting pressure on him, then I was able to do some reflection on like, why am I pushing him to run a business so much? And then I had to look back at the story that I was telling myself. And as far as I was aware in my world was that men were the providers, men were the ones that ran the businesses, and the women are the ones that support them and do all the things behind the scenes, right? Well, I can confidently say now that I've totally flipped that story on its head because I am the one charging forward doing all those things, right? And Ben is definitely on my support network and the person behind me supporting me do all these things and achieve my dreams, right? And work towards the life that I want to create for ourselves and our family. By all means, I definitely always, like, I always have conversations with him. And quite often he'll say to me, look, you just don't need to, we don't need to talk about this. Just do what you need to do because I probably do over consult with him but he does love being part of the process as well because I want to be able to create the life that we all want to live not just purely me right so bringing it back into um, looking at nothing changes if nothing changes when I identified that it was actually me that wanted to be you know running the business earning money working with others making an impact like really having that real bigger desire because I was something obviously inside me that I felt like I was missing I really then started to dive deeper into like, okay, so what do I need to change in order to get to where I want to be? And as soon as I started recognizing that there was a lot of things that I had to peel back, a lot of things that I had to work on, then I was able to make the changes I needed to change. Once I started making changes, the easier it was to make the bigger changes because I was used to making the small changes in the lead up or the anticipation of making a bigger change. So back in 2017, I did a real big overhaul of my diet, but also our family diet, right? And I stripped right back to basically the no, you know, like the restrictive eating where they recommend that you do no gluten, no milk, no um, mold and all, you know, just all the no's, right? No sugar and so on. The first time that I did it, I wasn't successful because I was doing it just for myself. When I decided that I was going to change it for the health of everybody else, that made the change a lot easier. Then when I was able to do it because I was doing it for everyone else and I was doing one thing at a time, I was more successful because I was becoming more accustomed to making the smaller changes. Once I made those smaller changes, then all of a sudden I started to see results, which then inspired, encouraged, excited me to go and keep making changes because I wanted to experience more results. Now, there is the downside of that because we all know what goes up must come down. However, overall, that was a successful process because the small changes I made led to bigger changes, which then made to the changes that we have today, which I'm really excited about and really comfortable with in our family unit. Going back on to when things have to come down, obviously I got to the point where I maybe felt like I was restricting myself too much or giving myself like being guilty for how I was feeling. So then as a result, because of that, I then um, started to sabotage myself. Once again, I'll probably talk about that in another um, episode. But what ended up happening is when I had to reset myself back to where I wanted to be with this beautiful environment of eating healthy and nourishing ourselves at home and not experiencing guilt when we ate and so on, and obviously eating healthy foods and craving healthy options over the top of unhealthy options and so on, it was a lot easier and a lot quicker because I had already 
previously worked on making smaller changes. So the smaller changes that were put in place brought me to the point that I was currently at. So my destination wasn't so far away because I was already on that journey. So I hope that makes sense. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And all you need to make is small changes that will lead you to the bigger changes. So let's go back to episode two, where we were talking about stepping outside our comfort zone. Where we are today is where our current comfort zone is. We feel comfortable in this space, in this bubble. And I don't mean it in materialistic terms. I mean it as in the person that you are today. If you were to look at yourself as a peanut shell, your shell is there to protect who you are inside, which is those lovely peanuts, right? So funny if I'm visualizing that. Anyway, that's what that's what's coming to me at the moment. When we crack open that shell, those peanuts can go anywhere, can't they? And yes, in true fashion, they can't get back together and create another shell around it. But what it does is when it breaks open, those peanuts have different directions to go to. It is up to you which direction you choose. You might choose to um, go one direction, give it a go, recognize that doesn't work come back to the original shell and then go in a different direction, come back to the original shell, go to a different direction. And then in the last one, maybe in the third one even, that direction might be where you want to go. So then now you expand your shell to encompass that new part of your comfort zone. But unless we step outside our comfort zone to try new things, we never know what's going to actually help us learn and grow and be better versions of ourselves unless we actually step outside and have the courage to do that. Also, when I think back to episode two, when I was talking about um, stepping outside your comfort zone, confidence doesn't have to be there first before you start something. Confidence is the byproduct of going through the experience. So we can only become confident once we have gone through the experience. It's courage that brings us to the plate or to that moment of where we go through the experience and it can help us going through the experience. Confidence is gained after being courageous. So once you've identified where your comfort zone currently is, you can then identify where you want to go. So if there's something that you're sitting and you're reflecting upon and you're journaling and you're going, right, what is it that I feel really comfortable in? Is there any room for growth or expansion here? And then is there, well, like basically, is there anywhere that I want to go? How do I want to grow? How do I want to expand? What do I want more of? How am I going to get there? What does it look like to be there? And once you identify that, that's when you can break it back, right? You chunk it back. You chunk it back every single step to where you are now. So then you've got this beautiful staircase. So if you were to look up, that's where your destination is or that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be outside your comfort zone and you step it back. So if we go back to what I've previously done, I've, um, so I love presenting workshops. I love speaking to people, as you probably can tell when I'm running these podcasts, podcast episodes, but I really, really enjoy it. And once I launched my business, I created an opportunity to do lots of workshops and speak really, really regularly. And what I was starting to find was the excitement and the nervousness, um, because also just on a side tangent, nervous energy and excited energy is on the same same wavelength, right? So your body doesn't recognize what the energy is until the brain tells it. So if you are feeling nervous, 
Before your like brain gets an opportunity to tell yourself that you're nervous, you get that feeling, that body response, right? Flip it around and go, right, I'm excited. So if you're nervous because you're doing something outside of your comfort zone, flip it around and go, right, I'm really excited that I'm about to step outside my comfort zone because I'm excited to see where it takes me. I'm excited to see what I'm going to learn. And then that way your body goes, oh, okay, that isn't nervous energy. That's excited energy. Note to self, I will file that away. Then you do it again, right? And you come up to something that you're about to step outside your comfort zone. You're either feeling nervous or excited. And then you quickly go, right, I'm excited because I'm feeling it. And that means I'm going to be growing and I'm going to be learning and I'm going to achieve something on the other side of it. And then your brain goes, oh, there she goes again. She's not nervous. She's actually excited. So then they put that back in the back of the brain again and it goes right. And eventually, if you keep doing this, then the filing system is going to say, when I feel this way, I'm excited rather than when I feel this way, I'm nervous. Like it's the same wavelength. Your body doesn't know. Your brain's telling it what it's feeling. And then, well, your body does know, but your body can't communicate it. So your brain automatically kicks in and goes, from my past experiences, when I do this, this is how I feel. And nine times out of the 10, if we're doing public speaking, bringing it back to my example, if you remember back to when you used to do it in school, I guarantee you probably felt nervous or you were worried about what other people thought of you. So therefore, your brain goes, oh, we don't like doing that. So every time I have to do that, I'm going to be nervous. We want to rewire it. We want to change that thinking pattern and we want to step outside our comfort zone and teach ourselves that, you know what, when I do step out of my comfort zone, this is actually how I feel. I'm excited and I'm looking forward to seeing what I learn from it. And we just keep repeating it, repeating it, repeating it, repeating it until it becomes second nature. So when it comes down to me running a workshop now, I don't feel that same feeling that I did in the beginning. And then I had to start thinking, all right, so I'm in my comfort zone now. This is comfortable to me. Presenting in front of hundreds of people is comfortable. What can I do to make myself expand more? And the podcast, this podcast that you're listening to was one more. Because now I can't, I can't see your face. I can't read your energy. I can't make my assessments or judgments about what you're thinking about me. And so I'm putting myself out there not knowing what people are feeling or thinking and so on, which I shouldn't worry about anyway, but there is part of that that I still need to work on. But that's making me step outside my comfort zone. So once again, when I sit down and I've written all my notes up of what I want to talk to you about, I get excited and I, and you can probably even hear it in the episodes. There's probably episodes where my voice is going up high and then low and then so on. But you know what? I'm excited. I'm enjoying it and I'm having fun. And then I hope that you're experiencing those same range of emotions as well. And what I'm teaching my body is that Every time I step outside my comfort zone to record an episode, my body and my mind are getting used to doing this and therefore I'm going to get better and better of it. So that's probably a really nice opportunity to say thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for tuning in because that truly does help me keep pushing myself outside of my comfort zone as well. So I'm so very grateful for you. Once you've identified where you want to go and where you currently are and how you're going to get there. Start with one thing and then consistently do it every day. So I'm not saying that you start setting up workshops or opportunities to public speak every day, 
but think about things that are going to help you get to where you want to be and try and encourage that every day. Whether it might be that you choose to talk to someone different every day, or it might be that you want to play a certain game with your children every day, whatever it is and where you want to, wherever you want to be, identify one task that you can do every day. And once again, if every day is too much, then do once a week or once a month. Let's think back to episode seven, where we were talking about clearing our spaces. Because in order to welcome in the new, we have to clear out the old, right? If there's no space for anything new to fit in, then nothing else is going to come in. So if we look for opportunities and so on, or say you're applying for a new job or there's something like there's some help that you want to seek or some new information you want to learn, you won't be presented with those opportunities or those resources unless you have cleared out what is already there. So when we look at clearing our spaces, you need to identify what's in your physical space, your mental space, your emotional space, and your social space, and what is no longer serving you. What do you no longer need? What is holding you back? And when you do that, then you're able to decide what you're going to keep, what you're going to reduce, or what you're going to delete. And that sometimes scares people, right? Because, and once again, it comes back to being in your comfort zone because these things are here because this is where we are currently at and life gets in the way and we don't find the time or the the space to actually get rid of it. So if we can identify what are the things that we want to reduce or delete, then we can actually put in place some sort of actions to do that. But here's my thing that I've got here and I've definitely written this down. You know that saying, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's exactly what I want you to like remember, right? We don't need to throw it all out. We don't need to say, right, my relationship's not working, so I've got to end it. Or, right, my kids or my children don't listen to me, so I must be a bad mom or they're being naughty or whatever. And we just go, right, that's it. It's not like that at all. Even job, right? I don't like my job. That's it. I'm quitting. I definitely don't want you to do that. I want you to bring it back to that self-awareness. I want you to identify how you feel about it. How do you want it to be? So how do you want that relationship to be? Or how do you want that job to be? And then start feeling and acting in that way. What can you do to make it feel better? What can you do to make that relationship better? What can you do to act in a certain way in that position? So I really hope that makes sense. And if it doesn't, this is where I would love to invite you to actually send me either a DM or a PM or an email or reach out to me just to let me know if you need some more assistance or information on how you can reduce or delete because that can seem really daunting. And it's such an important point. Like if not, it's like one of the integral points because when we do that, once that's all alleviated or gone or cleared, then we've got this beautiful space to welcome in new opportunities. And you might not even know what those new ones are, but it's just so important that we have that space around us. So then we're allowed to give, um, receive, I suppose, more in our life. And that's what we want. We want more in our lives. So remember, it is small incremental changes over a long period of time. Take the time to sit down and get clear on what you really want and then identify what you can do to make space for it. You can find a whole lot of resources to help you get started on my website, jessicaturlick.com.au. Share with me at all times in the Lean Inspire community, either by tagging me on Instagram or in a post or story and sharing in one of our Facebook groups. And if you're not part of the community, please come on over and join us. We'd love to have you in there. 
So until next episode, I am Jessica Terlick and you have been listening to the Mums Who Want More More podcast. See you in the community. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Mums Who Want More podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend. You never know how much you can help others by showing them what you are listening to. If you are loving my short, sharp and to the point episodes, I would love for you to leave me a five-star review. As you know, all additional information is in the show notes. And if you are not part of the community yet, come join us. If you are part of the community, I'll see you in there. Bye for now.